0: You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding. The show for complimentary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode six of Holistic Business Matters. I'm your host, Helen Harding. And today we're looking at simple ways that you can work remotely. Now, in our current climate, with the coronavirus and everything, working remotely is the only option we have if we want to continue supporting our clients, but actually it's probably going to change the way we work forever. As a practitioner, I've worked remotely for the last five years. The main training I do is in London, but because I live in Wales, I support my clients from here, from home. So actually, it's looking at how we can do that as effectively as possible so that you can continue to support your clients too. And there's a lot you can do remotely. Technology is amazing, but start simply. Don't try and do everything in one go because you'll overwhelm yourself. Start where you are and with what you have, and you can build on it. You can always add in more services as your confidence builds. As I said before, once we get over this period of time where we're forced to work remotely, it's probably going to be a really good option for you to consider for the future because there are lots of benefits. You don't have the additional costs of hiring rooms and travel. It's much better on your time as well. And it's also good for clients that have trouble getting to you. It opens up a wider audience for you so you don't have to just work locally. So there are lots of good reasons to have some sort of remote working in your services before you do anything remotely though really make sure that you're covered by insurance and that your professional body approves the way that you're delivering whatever it is that you're delivering you need to make sure that you start with those basic foundations in place and as practitioners it's our responsibility to ensure that the technologies we use with our clients meet the standards of privacy, etc., cetera, that, that are required. So the first thing i do is think about creating a system. Now, having a system in place to make sure that you set things up properly, that you follow a process, that you don't miss out any steps will really help you to deliver your remote services. And especially if you're working with new technology that you're not used to. Make sure you have some sort of system in place because when you come to do it again and again, you'll have a checklist and checklists are a brilliant way of making sure you don't miss anything off. Another thing that's really important when you're working remotely is to brief your clients. Make sure they understand exactly what they need to do, what they need from their environment, how you're going to work, how the system operates because they're participating in this and they need to understand how it's delivered and what their role is within it and what this will do is it will limit any potential issues in the future so it's really useful to be very clear with your clients exactly how everything's going to work now when it comes to working remotely you can get some amazing practice management systems which provide all sorts of services to help you set up within one package. They can be pricey and they also tend to be specifically designed for an actual discipline. So you may have to look around and do some research and find out what particular management systems really are suitable for the discipline you work with. So ask your colleagues, ask your peers, find out what they use. And they're a good way of getting up and running if your skills are limited or if you have limited time. And, you know, depending on what is in the system that you purchase, you might find that you can do everything from booking appointments to taking payments to having a hub where you can keep your client notes. Some even offer services where you can use online video calls within their packages. So have a really good look around and do some price comparisons and do your research. The other way to do it is to DIY it. Now, I'm assuming you're more likely to do this because having your own systems, one will keep the cost down and secondly, you can build on what you do as you get experience. So some of the things you need to consider are booking appointments. Now, yes, you can continue to use a manual diary if that's the way you work, but that's going to be labour intensive. And especially if you're providing online services and you want to continue doing that, think about having some sort of scheduling software. This will save a huge amount of time with emailing backwards and forwards or messaging backwards and forwards, and people can book directly into your diary. And you can get free versions of software. Um, They are limited to what you can do with them, but you can test them out and see if you like the software but two of the main ones that are used by online marketers today are Calendly and Acuity Scheduling. So check them out, have a look. If you Google them, you can get comparisons. So have a look and see what you think would work best for you and your practice. The next thing to consider is you need to make sure you're getting paid. Now, some of the calendar systems you can actually take payment through those so they're really useful if somebody's booking on they can pay automatically so that will take out some of the work. But there are some other ways that you can get paid online as well. You can go for the traditional method of doing a bank transfer where you provide an invoice with your bank details and sort code on it and your client will pay you from there. You can take payments over the phone if you've got a card payment terminal you can take payments for people over the phone as opposed to in person. You could even set up a PayPal account so you can take payments either via your website or you can create a PayPal me link, which means you can just send a link to somebody and it will say PayPal me forward slash and the amount and they literally click through and pay it. So that's another quite simple way of doing it. But PayPal can be a little bit pricey in terms of the charges that you pay as a business. Um, But you can link it up to all sorts of things as well. So, like I said, your website, if you're doing uh, an online program with some description and it's through Eventbrite, you can take payments through that via PayPal. So it does provide you an option. You could also set up a shop on your website where you actually put people through purchasing a session with you as if it was a product and they can pay you via that system which would then link up in the background to something like Stripe which again is another online payment method but it's got far cheaper rates than PayPal so definitely have a look at Stripe as well as an option and see if that's something that would work with your system. Now if you're supporting clients you don't automatically have to jump to doing video calls. You can use the good old-fashioned telephone and the problem with the phone is you lose that additional ability to to see somebody where you can gauge how they're reacting and and it takes away some of the non-verbal cues that you would get actually sitting in front of somebody. But it is an option and especially if your audience aren't online. Everybody gets telephones. Everybody understands them. So it is an option that you can use if you need to. Video calls is the big one right now. These are brilliant for working remotely and they're something I've been using for years. As I say, working in WoWs and supporting clients that I've I've trained. Now, you do need to be careful what platform you pick. So some such as Skype and FaceTime aren't actually GDPR compliant. Whereas Zoom is, so really be careful what platform you use and make sure that it's in line with your professional body's guidelines as well. Being able to talk to someone on video is the next best thing to be in, in front of them in a room. And all different sorts of practitioners are finding ways to work with their clients via video calls. So Pilates teachers are setting up Pilates classes I've seen hypnotherapists that are working with their clients online. There are mindfulness classes. There are all sorts of things happening now where people are having to get creative. So online video calls are really flexible. You do need to consider though that when you're working with video calls that both you and your client are happy and confident to work online. It isn't for everybody. You need to make sure you've got a high speed internet connection because what you don't want is the calls being interrupted or breaking up and I'd always say where possible instead of working on wi-fi actually hardwire your computer to the router it will just give you a much more stable signal you also need to be mindful of the environment you're working in you know they've got to be private where no one's going to get interrupted so that you can do the best work. The last thing you need is dogs barking or kids crying or something like that. And the same with your environment. You need to make sure that it's private and that your clients can't be overheard. The other thing that you need to be mindful of is having a setup where you've got a decent camera, microphone and speakers so that you can see and hear the client really clearly and that they can see and hear you clearly too. And technology is amazing. It has just given us so much opportunity in these times, but it can be glitchy. And really make sure that you test the system out in advance to make sure it works with your client before you start doing sessions with them. So maybe instead of having a phone call for a chat, introduce them to online with a quick video call first so that you can make sure one they can get their head around the technology and join you on the calls but also that everything works right so it's a really good way of making sure before you go ahead and start working with them and whilst you're working online you may have to provide your clients with other information so it might be there are documents you have to provide them which is easy enough you can create pdfs and you can email them to them or you can even create folders in dropbox or google documents or something like that where you can send them a link but be mindful if you're providing physical products so say for example if you're a herbalist and you're providing with herbs How are you gonna get that to your clients? How are they gonna receive them? What are the costs incurred? What are the times incurred? So that you can just build it into your system and also let the clients know exactly what to expect from you. Before you do anything online with a client, make sure you practice. Make sure you really understand the technology. Practice with a peer so that you can help each other in making sure that you can deliver the absolute best sessions that you can online know how everything works, know how everything links up and go through that client journey so that you can understand exactly what information they need when, what do they need in detail that's going to really help them get the most from this sessions. As I said, finding a way to work remotely is the way for you to be able to maintain working with your clients right now. But for the future, Who knows what's going to happen? I think this is going to change the way we all work going forward. So it can be an amazing opportunity as well. Last week's podcast was the Holistic Business Survival Guide and there were practical steps there if you want help in making sure your business is secure in challenging times. So if you need help with that, I'll put a link to last week's show in the show notes as well. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and for a full blog on this topic plus show notes and links head to my website which is helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast six and if you could take a few minutes to subscribe wherever you're listening to it and leave me a review I'd be so grateful because that's going to help this show to get found by other people. So until next time take care and I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.